You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode 120 of the Blended Family Podcast. I'm not sure if it's evident or not with my voice, but it's been off lately. Some days it's fine, other days not so much. And it's been ever since I was sick last month. And it just so happens that I've been doing a lot of interviews during this time, which haven't aired yet. So I feel like it might be confusing in the next month or two when you hear my voice changing back and forth. I feel fine. I just think my throat was so bad and I'm having a hard time healing it, possibly because I never shut my mouth. But That's not going to happen, so I guess I just have to deal with it, and I hope it's okay with you. Anyway, being sick really had me thinking that it would be a good topic idea, so that's what we're going to talk about today, being sick and proper self-care, which can be hard when you're a parent in a blended family. Before we get to that, I'll just go over my announcements as usual. I'm thrilled to have gotten three new five-star iTunes reviews this month. I always read them here as my way to say thank you. The first is from... Chantelle Blaze, and I'm sure I butchered that name, and I'm sorry. She's from Canada, and it's titled So Helpful, and she says, After struggling with a blended family for some time, I sought out a podcast that helped with blending a family. It has been so helpful, and I'm now filled with hope that we can make this work. Thank you, Melissa. The next one is by Crystal Coast Girl from the U.S., and is titled Love, and she says, I'm new to the blended family position, and this podcast has been so helpful and insightful. I don't feel so alone in my struggles anymore. Thank you. And the third one is from Liang78, also from Canada, and is titled Wonderful. And it says, I recently started listening to podcasts on the way to and from work. I was looking for topics that pertain to me and quickly found your podcast and subscribed. You're helping me learn more about topics that are important to me and giving me different perspectives at times. Thank you for making such a wonderful and relevant show to listen to. Keep up the good work. So a great big thank you for those reviews. You may not think it means much, but it means the world to me. And it also helps me to be more visible in iTunes. Therefore, others can find me more easily. If anyone wants to leave me a review, simply go to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash iTunes and click write a review and I will read it here on the show. Also, I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast. Recently, I heard of some delays with iTunes, uh, but if you're a subscriber, you'll never have a delay. You should be able to get the shows exactly when I release them and you won't miss any. My schedule is getting pretty full for the next couple of months with interviews and also personal stuff. It's the end of the school year and we have one graduating, several cheer competitions, a dance recital, and lots of other things. So if you're thinking you might want a coaching session, hurry up and get on my schedule. It is almost full. To schedule, just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash schedule. By the way, you will notice I am only booking out six weeks in advance. And the reason I do that is because my life is so rapidly changing and I really don't know always 
if my schedule is going to change. So I like to just go forward about six weeks. And I think that's it for today's announcements. We can get right into the topic. What do you do when you're sick? As parents, we don't really have time to get sick. Between work, taking care of the kids, maintaining a home, it's really inconvenient when illness hits. I don't get sick much, but when I do, it can hit me pretty hard, and you may find that's the case with you too. And the reason for that is, in many cases, we just don't get to rest, right? When the kids are sick, we send them to rest, we care for them, we allow them to stay home from school so they get better. But they've brought home those germs, and for us, well, we don't get to always stay home and rest and get taken care of. For those of you that can take off of work, that is great, and I suggest you do it if you can. But some of us, myself included, can't. For me, since I'm self-employed, if I don't work, I don't get paid. So I don't have the luxury of staying home and resting. And because we're all parents, not only do we have to work sick, but we come home and we have to be a parent. So we cannot get the proper rest, which makes the sickness last longer. So today I'm going to talk about sickness prevention and self-care. Much of the information today you most likely already know, but as a parent in a blended family, you may forget or you may not place importance on it. That's because we really don't think about being sick until we are, and then it's too late. Before I get into all that, I do quickly want to talk about the kids. Today's show is for you, the parents, but I've got to mention the kids first since often they're the ones getting us sick in the first place. So teaching our children proper hand washing is so important. One of the problems with illness is that people are contagious before they are exhibiting signs. And so there really isn't a way to know that someone is carrying an infection until it's too late. So teaching them not only to wash their hands often, we also want to remind them to keep their hands out of their mouths. That is something I am still telling my kids who are teenagers to stop doing. So I know that's a tough one. Also reminding them not to share hats or brushes with their friends to stop the spread of head lice. Even in the same household, it's good for them to have their own hair brushes. Years ago, we got hit with lice and all the girls had it. And after that, I got them each their own little toiletry basket with a toothbrush, comb, hair ties, and whatever else, and it really helped. As many of you know, lice can be extremely hard to get rid of, especially in blended families, because both homes need to be treated and we don't know how well the other home is taking care of the problem. Kids also like to share food and drinks with their friends. We can't be at school with them to pull the drink out of their hands, so be sure to keep reminding them at home of the dangers of sharing. Going back to the two-household situation, I know that's tough. You have a sick child and you have to send them to the other home. You may not know if they're getting the proper care there. Or maybe you know that you're sending your child to the other home and they have step-siblings over there who are sick and you worry that your kids will catch it. Honestly, there's not much you can do about that. But you can teach your children to be careful. That's really about it. And you can talk to your ex if that's possible in your relationship to talk about illness prevention with them or any concerns you have, especially if you notice an illness that just keeps getting passed around over and over again and even from house to house, you might want to have a conversation with your ex so that you can work together to get it under control. 
One of the things that Sean and I did not do is that we never lost a visit with any of the kids due to their being sick. In other words, if one of them had a virus and it was their weekend to visit us, we never said we wouldn't take them out of fear they would bring germs over. We took precautions, such as not having them sleep in the same room as the other kids, and that's really all you can do. You never want to make a child feel as if they have the cooties when they're sick. All right, so let's talk about other means of prevention, and this is for both children and parents. Obviously, being fit and healthy is the best prevention. So that means making sure to eat as clean as possible, avoiding processed foods. I've been way off my diet probably for the last three months, which is one of the reasons I think I got sick more easily. Try to exercise at least three times a week, if not every day. Now, I know that sounds excessive, me saying every day, and I don't mean you have to go to the gym every day or do anything strenuous. 30 minutes a day even walking is good. Not only good for your body physically, but also it's good emotionally. It's all about balance, and your physical and emotional bodies are equally important. And when they're out of balance, you can get sick. So let's talk about that emotional piece for a moment because I know what kind of stress you are under. I do. And I know that you can't always control for that. You can be extremely physical fit, but if you don't get your stress levels and emotions under control, you can still become extremely ill. And if you're under extreme stress, you need to meditate. You need time for yourself. Whatever you need to take care of yourself, do it. And by the way, exercise is really good for stress. Next time you feel overwhelmed and stressed, try to go for a jog or whatever you like to do to get your heart rate up for 30 minutes and watch how much better you feel. If you're feeling imbalanced, pay attention to your needs. If you're lacking physically, pay attention to your body. What does it want? Your body knows if it needs a better diet or more exercise. You just need to pay attention to it. For example, if you're always tired and unmotivated, maybe you need to clean up your diet. If you have digestive issues, what are you eating? Are you short of breath? Then it might be time to add exercise to your lifestyle. On the other hand, are you feeling angry or irritable? Maybe you need some time for yourself. I want you to start listening to your body. And I know that women are just a little bit better at this than men usually, but I encourage everyone to really try to get in touch with themselves. You cannot be a good parent if you're unhealthy. Other prevention, lots of vitamin C, supplements such as probiotics and multivitamins, and you can use essential oils. I always love natural things that you can do. Now, as a parent, stress can get to us all, and sometimes we self-medicate, and it's okay to have your glass of wine or your beer, but you know if it's excessive. Alcohol and cigarettes, or whatever your vice is, is not gonna keep you on a healthy path. Anything's okay in moderation, but be careful about what you're taking into your body. But sometimes, no matter how well we think we're taking care of ourselves, we find ourselves ill. I'm not going to tell you all the things you need to do to get better, like drink honey and take a bath. Your parents and you already know what you need to do there. I do have some tips though today, because as a parent myself, I know what you will struggle with. The guilt, the frustration, being overwhelmed because you didn't plan to get sick. Us parents don't have time for this nonsense, 
But remember, when you put your own health on the back burner, you won't get better. A simple cold can turn into something much worse when you try to overdo it. And you know that saying, put your own oxygen mask on first. How can you take care of your children when you aren't taking care of yourself? We all want to put our children first. That's what we do. And that's very noble. But when it comes to health, you have to take care of you first or you won't be able to take care of them. So here are just a few tips for when you get sick. Number one, don't be afraid to ask for help. You do not have to be super mom or super dad. Now's the time to ask anyone you can for help. Start with your spouse and children. They're there in the home with you. They can lend a hand. Call in reinforcements, family, friends. If you're contagious and you don't want to get them sick, perhaps they can drop off some super medicine at your doorstep. Maybe they can watch your kids for a while so that you can actually sleep and get proper rest. If it's really bad, such as the flu, you can possibly call your ex and see if they can take the kids for a couple of days. I know not all exes would be receptive to it, but certainly the kids might be better off there so not only you can rest, but also so they can stay away from the germs as well. But my point here is to allow others to take care of you. It feels good sometimes, and your family and friends want to do it because it feels good to them as well. That was tip number one. Tip number two, seek medical help if necessary. Sure, not much you can do for some illnesses, such as colds and viruses, but if you've been sick for a while and it's not getting better, go to the doctor. I hate generalizing, but men are usually the ones who will wait to go. They think it's going to go away. And you all know, uh, if you were listening a couple of months ago, Sean's story, he didn't go to the doctor and it didn't bode well for him. So really what you're doing by not going to the doctor when you know you need to is you're just prolonging the illness. So if you've had a fever for more than three days, or if you have yellow or green mucus coming out of your nose, or if like me, you have a cough that lasts much longer than normal, just go in. You might need a prescription, but you'll be better in no time. Number three, do the bare minimum. The laundry might be piling up, the house might be filthy, and your to-do list is growing longer. So what? All of that will still be there when you get better, and you will be much more efficient at getting it done when you don't feel sick. Nothing is so important that it can't wait a few days. And if so, ask for that help. Take a break. Let your responsibilities go. It will be okay, I promise. Number four, let go of perfectionism. You guys know I'm a perfectionist. I've talked about it. It's okay sometimes to not be perfect. It's okay that the house looks a mess, the beds don't get made, the dishes are piled up. No one expects you to be perfect when you're sick. In actuality, no one probably ever expects you to be perfect but definitely not when you're sick. And placing so much pressure on yourself isn't going to make you feel any better. Number five, if you are home with the kids, make it easy for yourself. You can have some easy snacks ready for them that they can grab. It's okay if it's not the healthy options you usually give them, they'll be fine. Make a space for yourself on the couch, throw on some DVDs so you can keep an eye on them. Let them color and play games, whatever you can find to keep them occupied so you can rest. And number six, 
Let go of the guilt. Stop feeling bad for the kids or your spouse that they might have to pick up the slack. Stop feeling guilty that you can't do it all. Stop feeling guilty about the house or your responsibilities. Stop feeling guilt that your kids had pizza instead of a home-cooked meal. Stop feeling guilty that they didn't have a bath and they're wearing the same outfit for two days. Guilt doesn't serve you and it won't make you better, so let it go. And that was it, just those six tips today. And once again, those are, number one, don't be afraid to ask for help. Number two, seek medical help if necessary. Number three, do the bare minimum. Number four, let go of your perfectionism. Number five, if you're home with the kids, make it easy on yourself. Number six, let go of the guilt. So that's what I have for you today. I hope that you all never need this information and that you stay healthy, but in the case that you do get sick, I hope that you remember these tips. It's hard enough to manage a blended family when you're healthy, and when you aren't healthy, it can feel impossible. And remember, prevention is key, so take care of yourself so that you don't get sick. Join us in the private Facebook group where we talk about all kinds of things, your struggles, your wins, and everything in between. You can find us over at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. Feedback on today's show or any other show can be sent to me, melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. And I hope you all have a fantastic and healthy week. And I will be back next Monday with another show. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.